first down, they hand off to Marlon Mack. Huge hole, 50-yard line. He's at the 40, still going near sideline. He's at the 10, he's at the 5, and he will score. Touchdown, Marlon Mack. Touchdown, I-N-D-Y. And again, it's picked off. It's Darius Leonard. Leonard with a second INT, and he's streaking down the near sideline. He's at the 40, he's at the 30, he's at the 20. He's going to go. A pick six for the Maniac. Horseshoe is back, baby. The horseshoe is back. What is going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of the Bring the Juice podcast. I am your host, Cody Felger, and it's just me today. But today we are going to look at another episode, and we are going to look at the top six new Indianapolis Colts who will have the biggest impact. Now, this could be either negatively or positively, depending on what we think. But kind of run through before I start my list, some honorable mentions. Um, so my honorable mentions, TJ Carey, uh, TJ Carey and Sheldon Day are some of my honorable mentions. Uh, all the other rookies will kind of be put in there as well that I don't talk about. Uh, but honestly, I think out of all those guys, Sheldon Day is probably the guy that would have the biggest impact. Although he probably won't start, he certainly will have a rotation and, and, and a part play a part there on that defensive interior. So I'm going to go Sheldon Day there. Uh, I'll look at number six first. Let's talk about number six, Xavier Rhodes. Xavier Rhodes is a guy brought in. He's played formerly with the Vikings for a lot of years. Uh, 2017, a couple of years ago, he was a first-team All-Pro. So he's definitely has the pedigree and the talent to be one of the top corners in the league, but injuries and different factors have contributed to poor play over the last few years. So Xavier Rhodes is a guy that I think could kind of go either way. You know, he could have a really positive impact. He's probably going to start. So he probably will have a, either a positive or a negative impact. He might be really good or he might be really awful. And I've said it in previous podcasts. I honestly feel like he and the secondary could be the Achilles heel for this team. The big reason why this team maybe is sitting either in playoff contention or why they're watching the playoffs from their couch. I really think the secondary is that volatile. You know, it could go either way. It could be really, really good, or it could be really, really bad. But I think Xavier Rhodes is going to play a key part in that, um, especially uh, he's, you know, getting closer to 30 now. So he, he's kind of hitting that crossroads in his career where it could get, go really, really well and he could have a bounce back year, or it could really, really go downhill from here. So Xavier Rhodes is, is going to have an impact, but I put him at six here because I don't think he's going to have a tremendous impact one way or the other. I think he's going to have an impact, obviously, but I think compared to some of these other guys, I don't know how much he's going to contribute, especially because the Colts have more depth at the position. So if for some reason he doesn't play well, the Colts can kind of replace him. Obviously, it's not ideal, but the Colts can replace him and they can have some guys who could play better than him. Uh, as opposed to maybe some of these other positions. So moving on now to number five, this is the first draft pick that I'll look at. I have another draft pick on here. You'll probably guess who it is based off of the guy that I say here, but I'm going to go Jonathan Taylor. I'm going to go with Jonathan Taylor because honestly, I think him and Marlon Mack at least year one are going to share the touches. It might be a 50, 50 type of backfield. And but Jonathan Taylor is a freak athlete fantastic at Wisconsin he had back-to-back 2,000 yard seasons last year double-digit touchdowns again uh, Jonathan Taylor I would argue is the best running back in this class the Colts got him at a steal in the second round traded up to get him uh, he does have some fumbling issues but we know Tom Rathman the offensive 
uh, running backs coach. He, he does a really good job of teaching his guys ball security. So not really a worry there for Jonathan Taylor, but he just adds another element. You know, the Colts were really pretty decent last year, honestly, in running the football. They were seventh overall in the league, but the Colts have made it clear they want to be a top five rushing team in 2020. They wanted to be a top five rushing team in 2019. They finished seventh. So ultimately, what do they do? They draft Jonathan Taylor. They signed some other pieces to help run block for him. But Jonathan Taylor, I think, is going to have an impact. Uh, I think he might be, you know, if it was just Jonathan Taylor alone taking the carries, he might be higher up on this list. But I think he's kind of capped by kind of the, the running back by committee. The Colts are going to run at least here in year one. So I got Jonathan Taylor at number five for, for those reasons. Uh, number four, I'm going to go Trey Burton. Now, Trey Burton, last year, he suffered a few different injuries. He actually had a hernia surgery uh, in the offseason before the 2019 season. And then he had another injury that came up right before the season started. And then ultimately, he had a calf injury that he suffered, and they put him on injured reserve. He just was never fully healthy in 2019. And so the Bears cut him, and the Colts picked him up. And the Colts signed him for a vet minimum. So really, the Bears are playing are paying Trey Burton more money to play for the Colts this year than the Colts are paying Trey Burton. But this signing for me could really be the steal signing of this offseason because Trey Burton a couple of years ago was one of the better tight ends in the league. I mean, he played really well in his 2018 season with Chicago. It was a big reason why that offense was a lot better in 2018 than they were in 2019. And so I think he has some upside, especially, you know, that familiarity with Frank Reich when he was in Philadelphia. Um, Philip Rivers, who we know loves to give his running backs, his wide receivers, and his tight ends um, a lot of looks and a lot of touches. I think that could really bode well for Trey Burton, a guy who's probably the best receiving tight end the Colts have. I know Jack Doyle is a pretty good receiving tight end, but I think Burton offers a little more as a vertical threat. So Trey Burton here, I think, is a low-risk, high-reward kind of signing potentially. And again, if he doesn't work out, if he gets injured again, uh, the Colts are not committed to him long-term, and they paid him virtually nothing. Uh, so, you know, if it does work out and he plays really well, the Colts could extend him. He's only 28 years old. He's still very, very young. But I think Trey Burton honestly has more potential to have an impact, especially with the addition of Phillip Rivers at quarterback. So I'll move on to number three here. This is the next guy on my list, uh, Michael Pittman. He was the Colts' first selection this year. Again, they didn't have a first-round pick, but they, they drafted a wide receiver uh, in the second round, and that honestly was probably their best bet. And you throw in a guy like Michael Pittman at over 100 catches, over 1,200 yards last year at USC, double-digit touchdowns. And in his career with the Trojans, he dropped five passes. Not in a season. In his career, five passes were dropped by Michael Pittman his entire career. That obviously bodes so well for what the Colts want to do on offense. I think that has been a big issue that we've noticed. You know, with the Colts wide receivers outside of T.Y. Hilton, nobody could go up there and make a play. And he's also something that, that the Colts haven't had in a long time is a big body red zone threat at wide receiver. And that is exactly what Michael Pittman is. He's 6'4", 6'5", 223 pounds. Bigger wide receiver. We know Philip Rivers loves those bigger body wide receivers, right? You think Vincent Jackson. You think, uh, you think most recently Mike Williams. He loves those type of guys. And I think Michael Pittman has a chance to really establish himself as the number two wide receiver and give T.Y. Hilton a partner in crime. I mean, T.Y. Hilton has not really had a wide receiver that can take the pressure off of him 
really throughout his entire career. The Colts have tried multiple times, but ultimately they have not had a guy who has commanded those double teams and let T.Y. Hilton get open and make more plays. Michael Pittman certainly has the opportunity to do that. Coming in as a rookie, I think he has a fantastic chance to make a big impact, even on day one. I really do think he has a chance. I think the Colts like what they got in him. He's a very polished receiver. Um, for as big as he is, you know, 6'5", 220 pounds, uh, he's pretty quick. He actually has really, really good body control, and I think that's going to serve him well going in to this Colts offense. Phillip Rivers is going to get him the ball a lot. I really am expecting big things from Michael Pittman Jr. here in year one. Now I can move on to my number two. Now this was kind of a debate that I had in my head, like between number two and number one. I think you can kind of guess who they're going to be, right? Uh, but I think for me, uh, I got to go number two, Phillip Rivers. And I know this might go against kind of what I've said. You know, the quarterback position is the most important position at, in football. I mean, the quarterback dictates whether your team wins and lo loses. I mean, we saw this last year, especially with the Colts. When Andrew Luck retired, Jacoby Brissett, he was decent, but when the rubber met the road, Jacoby Brissett was not good enough, and the Colts ultimately went 7-9 and nine, as opposed to making the playoffs. And so uh, Phillip Rivers, you know, the reason why I have Phillip Rivers at two is just because he's coming off probably one of his worst seasons statistically. And also he's getting up there in age. You know, he's, he's going to be 40 very soon, a couple of years removed from 40 years old. And so there's question marks with Phillip Rivers. He's not a perfect prospect. You know, he hasn't really had been a first team all pro for a bit now. As he, this last season was kind of rough for him. So it could go really well. He could revert back to his 2018 season or he could revert, you know, keep, continue to continue his downslide a little bit, if you will, in 2019. So, Phillip Rivers, for those reasons, he's going to probably make my number two. You know, he's got a lot of the pieces, though, which I think is why he could potentially – maybe he could be number one. Honestly, he could. He's got the offensive line now. He's got the running game. He's got some young weapons. He's got a receiving back like he had with the Chargers and Naheem Hines. Uh, he, and he's got a coach who knows him very well. He's got two coaches who know him very well, offensive coordinator and head coach. Uh, so Phillip Rivers makes two for me, but I got to go number one. I got to go to Forrest Buckner. I mean, there's a reason why the Colts traded away their 13th overall pick. We know how much Chris Ballard loves them picks, right? We know how much he values those. But so for Chris Ballard to, to give up that kind of draft capital to acquire a player like the Forrest Buckner, that should tell you everything you need to know about how Chris Ballard feels about the Forrest Buckner. The best talent evaluator in the league, Chris Ballard, was willing to trade his first-round selection for a player to Forrest Buckner's caliber. So I'm expecting a lot of big things from DeForest Buckner. He was a first-team All-Pro. He's been to the Pro Bowl multiple times. And the most important thing is he plays a premium position on this defense. I mean, I think when we think premium position, we think a lot of times pass rusher, defensive end, but especially in this Tampa 2 defense, they live and die by that three technique. Last year, the Colts had the worst three technique position, I would argue, in the league. They had three and a half sacks out of the entire three technique, and Danico Watcher was the only one that got to the quarterback from that three technique position. So I think it is a huge, huge thing that the Colts acquired a player of DeForest Buckner's caliber. They didn't. They only had to give away one draft pick, which I think is good. DeForest Buckner's still young. He's only 26 years old. And he's going to just elevate everybody on that defense around him, right? He may not statistically have 
you know, double digit sacks. He might, he, he's that good of a player. He might, but he might command a lot more double teams and allow some of those younger guys. You know, you think Danico Autry, you think Grover Stewart, you think some of those defensive ends, Ben Banigou, you know, even Justin Houston, Kamoko Ture, all these guys are going to get more one-on-one opportunities because of what DeForest Buckner does for you. He helps every single level of your defense because when your defensive line getting penetration, it helps your linebackers, it helps your secondary. Everybody is helped when your defensive line is disruptive. And DeForest Buckner, if you had to look up this destructive, disruptive in the dictionary, DeForest Buckner's picture would be right there. He's that kind of player. He is fantastic. So I'm curious what you guys think about my list. Was there anybody you would probably add or subtract from my list? Let me know your thoughts in the comments. Hope you guys like this little video format. It's a little bit different, but uh, I personally love it. I think it's great. I I think it's great to kind of connect with you. You hear our voices all the time, but it's a little bit different when you see our face. So let me know in the comments your thoughts on this list. Let me know any guys that I missed that you would add onto this list. Thanks, guys, for listening. And as always, Go Colts.